Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. God promised through Jeremiah the prophet, you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. So God promises that if you seek him with all of your heart, you're going to find him. But there's no such assurance if you're only going to look half-heartedly. Welcome back to another edition of Study Verse by Verse, an outreach of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno and our teacher each day, Monday through Friday, is Pastor Leighton Sheely. As you listen to that short comment there at the beginning, did the word lukewarm come to your mind? Hmm, it did mine. If you'd like more information about us, you can find us on the web. I'll share those details when we get down to the end of the broadcast. And if you'd like to follow along today, well, Pastor Layton will once again be in the book of John and join him at the end of the first chapter. My objective is not to contrive ways to get someone saved. Rather, my objective is to walk when the Holy Spirit prompts me to walk. Talk when he says to talk. Fall silent when I'm at risk of saying too much. And stay put when he leads me to stay put. You see, effective communication is more than, saying, is more than just saying the right thing. It's saying the right thing at the right time, in the right place, with the right tone, to a ready recipient. And only the Holy Spirit knows when all of these factors are together and present in one place and one person, they are ready to hear and receive the gospel. Jesus said we will need the Holy Spirit. He said you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And so to be effective in our witnessing requires us to be attuned to the guidance and the empowerment of God's Holy Spirit. Now, Philip's home city is given as Bethsaida. And evidently, Nathaniel and Philip knew each other in some way. They might have been business associates or friends or members of the same club. We're not told. But uh, Philip went to Nathaniel, and Nathaniel had this skeptical question, can any good thing come out of Nazareth? Now, some people have thought, well, did Nazareth have a bad reputation? Maybe like East Palo Alto or something like that. And uh, no, it wasn't that. When we look through the history books, it's not that Nazareth had a bad reputation. Reputation. It's that it didn't have a reputation. It was like nothing. It was nowheresville. Nothing ever came out of Nazareth, let alone anything good. There's no Old Testament prophets that came out of Nazareth, and that was the context we believe of the question. Now you notice here that Philip didn't argue with Nathaniel or debate him, and not very many people have been argued into Christianity. And the reason for this is because choosing to become a Christian is more than just a matter of the mind. It's a matter of the heart. And I think we can all recognize that the heart is sometimes irrational. And the heart really needs to be transformed. Now, as Nathaniel approached Jesus, Jesus spoke of him as a true Israelite in, in which there's nothing false. There's no deceit. The word deceit there translates a word meaning bait as used in fishing, something to trick the fishes into biting. 
And uh, what Jesus here is saluting Nathaniel to be a, a straightforward person. And, and Philip says, how do you know me? It's, I, I don't know you. How do you know me? And then Jesus says, I've seen you. I saw you under the fig tree. Now, what is the meaning of that? Well, a fig tree was a large tree and provided a lot of shade from the burning sun of the Middle Eastern day. And so oftentimes people would go out in the afternoon, they'd sit under the tree, they would read God's word, and they would pray. In fact, the ancient rabbis used it as a euphemism for for praying and reading God's word. Somebody would say, where's Joseph? He's out under the fig tree. And what they were saying was, he's out under the fig tree, praying and reading the scriptures. Now, evidently, something that Jesus said triggered a connection. We don't know what Nathaniel was praying under that fig tree, but maybe he was asking God to give him a signal so that he would know who the Messiah was if the Messiah came, like John the Baptist was given a signal. And whatever the case is, we can only conjecture, Nathaniel said, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. Now, Son of God describes the most close of relationships, and what he was saying is, you have a close relationship with God. But he didn't stop there. He said, you are the king of Israel. You are the king of Israel. Now, he'd just been called an Israelite, so what he was saying is, you are my king. And in the Old Testament, the Messiah was known to be a king of the line of David, the king of Israel. And so he was saying, you are the Messiah, and you are my king. He was committing himself personally. In fact, Jesus confirms that when he says, you believe and so he is, Nathaniel is the first person in this gospel that Jesus identifies as a believer. Now, Jesus goes on then to talk about the greater things that are going to be revealed to Nathaniel in the years that follow as Nathaniel ministers with Jesus on a, on a daily basis. And Jesus describes... Uh, something that is akin to Jacob's ladder. You might recall the story of Jacob's ladder. Jacob was having a dream, and he dreamed that there was this ladder that connected earth with heaven, and on that ladder was angels going up and down. And the implication was is the angels that were coming down had received some instruction from God, and so they were coming to earth to carry out their instructions because the Bible tells us that angels are ministers of God, ministers to us. And the angels going up, we would imagine, have completed their assignment, and they're going back for their next assignment. And so there, there's this connection between heaven and earth. And Jesus said, I am that connection. I'm the connection between heaven and earth. I am the link between heaven and earth. Later he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father, God, except through me. I am the way. I am the link. I am the ladder. I am the staircase. I am the connection between heaven and earth. Now, this is a passage that's really straightforward. It's very descriptive. It describes how the early church began. It began with two who went and got their brothers and became four. It began with Philip who went and got Nathaniel and they became six. That's how the church began. 
That's how the church has grown over the centuries. That's how the church continues to grow. I know that some people have really creative ideas for growing churches, and there are things that help that. But that is really the fundamental way that God's church, that Christ's church, grows. Pastor Mark Driscoll did some research, and he said that the average person is hammered with 254 advertisements every day on commercial messages, billboards, radio, television, Internet. And if you're more tech-savvy, then you get more commercials. You, if you're really tech-savvy, you've got a smartphone and, tab and a tablet and so forth, you might get 1,000-plus advertisements a day. We're living in an era of information overload. We are told that information is doubling every two to three years. The researchers tell us that someday the information is going to be doubling every two or three weeks. We are inundated with information. How do we filter what's important? We do it the way mankind has done it over the centuries. We listen very carefully to our friends, family, and acquaintances. What's important to them because becomes important to us. And when we as believers find it, it's important to share the gospel with others, that's how Christ's church is grown. This message is entitled, Come and See. Come and see. To come is a choice of the individual. They decide they're going to come. To see is made possible by the work of the Holy Spirit, who opens our spiritual eyes, brings light where there was only darkness, brings spiritual life where there was only spiritual death. So come and see describes the cooperation of the human soul and divine invitation to salvation. I'd like to invite you, whoever you might be this morning, to come and see. I'm going to invite you to bow your heads and close your eyes. This is a personal moment. God promised through Jeremiah the prophet, you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. So God promises that if you seek him with all of your heart, you're going to find him. But there's no such assurance if you're only going to look half-heartedly. If you want to come and see, then pray with me in your heart. Dear Jesus, I want to know you. May I commune with you. Would you reveal yourself to me? Your word says if we confess our sins, you're faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from every wrong. Lord, I am a sinner. Please forgive me of and save me from my sin. Your word says if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Today I confess Jesus is my Lord. And I believe that God raised him from the dead because God can do anything. Thank you, Lord, for hearing my prayer. It is prayed in Jesus' name. Amen. And I'd like to give you this assurance from God's word. 
Romans 10.13, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. If you made that decision today, it's just the beginning. And there's a lot to learn. And we want to make ourselves available to help you and encourage you on that path. Amen. Amen. God bless you. And if you've made that decision today, those of you in the listening audience, and would like to have some follow-up, and perhaps talk to someone about that decision, ask some questions, we'd be happy to help in whatever way we can. All of our contact information is on our website. Just click on the contact link on the homepage or scroll down to the bottom of the homepage and you'll find the details there as well. The website is highlands.us. That's highlands.us. You've been listening to Pastor Leighton Sheely, Senior Pastor at Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. This broadcast is a daily outreach of the church and affiliated with Church of the Highlands is Highlands Christian Schools. Perhaps you're thinking about your child or your children's education and especially where they might attend next year. Check the details out on highlands.us and link through to Highlands Christian Schools. Thank you for joining us today. We'll be back tomorrow at this same time to study verse by verse. I'm Mike Trout, and this broadcast is sponsored by Church of the Highlands in San Bruno.